Good morning and welcome to another episode of 48 Shades of Football. Uh, that's right, listeners, I'm back. You're Had back? Two, two weeks off, fully refreshed, fully recharged. Um, fully fully briefed on what's been happening? Yeah, it's all been pretty bad in my absence, I think. Uh, well, they only played <laughs> one game, I think, right, against Jeju, right? No, they played Incheon away, which they lost. Oh, did you? I thought you were still good for that one. No. Cheddar at home, which they drew. Yeah. And Suwon away, which they barely won. It's the barely won, right. I thought you were here at the Incheon game. No, I left a couple of days before. Oh, yeah, because the, the, that was a week that the bottom fought back, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, if it's any consolation, Sonam have been honking in your in your absence as well. So, so I guess but we'll, we'll talk about the fact that Sonam probably are not going to make top six. Who? Well, we'll get to that in a minute, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got to talk about today? Oh, I guess review the weekend, review of Buchan, uh, Buchan's blowing it of, of a chance to go top. Uh, again. Again. Uh, and I guess the big one is the ACL semi-final. First all-Korean semi-final for, since they've redone the va- revamped the competition anyway. <coughs> Definitely guaranteed Korean team in the final. Yeah, it's a pretty big thing, so I guess we'll go through that. Uh, I do believe... We've got Matty Bins coming back on again, uh, if he survived the weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up with the final game before the split. So what was the intro music about then? Uh, the intro music was about the, was that now the third manager of the, of the season, the third casualty of the season. Is it three, four, three, right? Three, three right. Jay quit, Kim Hackbaum quit, and now Pohang's manager is gone. Yeah. Was he fired or did he walk? He was fired, I think. So, yeah. Um, I think this is, we're going to see something something akin to back in the UK where a lot of clubs t- tend to get rid of their managers just before the winter transfer window opens so that the new guys got a chance to bring some new guys in. Do you I think mean, we'll see this kind of... We're just coming up to the split now. Is that going to be a watershed? I don't, I don't think there's any choice with uh, Pohang either. I mean, you can't really see Pohang calling this season a success. I mean, ACL disaster, uh, out the cup, not in the tops, I mean, like not in the split. Uh, they're going to go, go through this season and have absolutely nothing that you look forward to next year. So yeah, I can't, I can't see any other, any other option, but you get rid of the guy, you'd be perfectly honest. Um, but it's like me and Alistair, so, sorry, me and the Phantom talked. Um, it's like Korean football has a lack of you know, names, you know, like, it's not as if there's a whole bunch of managers just, like, milling around waiting in a job, do you know what I mean? It's not like Sam Allardyce and, and Alan Pardew who can get every job in, in England. I mean, who who's going to take over Songnan or Pohang, do you know what I mean? Or John Book, if they... If they well, well apparently, Pohang have appointed a, a guy that was a manager about ten years ago in the, their glory days. But isn't that an interim appointment, just to see them through the split? Presumably, but... Well, I guess if he does well, then he might stick around. I mean, I guess when Kim Ha-Bum first came back to Sonnen, that's what his was, right? He was the third manager that season, and he was appointed just to see them through the FA Cup. Won the final, and I guess stayed. But yeah, so I, I mean, can't really blame Pohan for firing the manager, uh, especially after you know the, the kind of run of form that they've been on. To, to be fair, they do have the, the slightest, slightest mathematical chance of getting into the top six, right? They do. They would need to beat Songnam um, on the on, on the last day. Roll up a rack of goals. 
I need um, to score at least 12 yeah, against Songnam while hoping Kwangju lose to Seoul and Sangju lose to whoever they're playing. Yeah, so, yeah, so that uh, could happen. Uh, Songnam. If, if that does happen, I think we'll be very suspicious. <laughs> I think so. I've been all brown envelope on this way, yeah. I mean, at the weekend, I guess, you know, they, they did beat Kwangju at the weekend, right? Yeah. I mean, so uh, it's not as a. They, they had previously been on like four or five games. Uh, with it, win four four defeats in a row. Yeah. Um, so I guess they maybe did stop stop the rot, but probably just too little, too late. Too little, too late, definitely. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So he's off. Um, and yeah, as you said, it's beginning to look as if Korean Korean CEOs, Korean club management, is getting tired of, or is is maybe not been quite as kind of. Um, Loyal to their managers as as previously, maybe. <coughs> I think the Blue Wings guy will be next. Yep. <laughs> I think. Sojong one. Yeah, I, I really can't see him surviving. <coughs> I don't think he'll be managing next season. Yeah, presumably he'll go through to the end of the season. Yeah, because he, he's still in the FA Cup, right? Yeah. So I think he'll take them through until until they, they big, crash at the FA Cup. Big match against Ulsan. Did you, did yeah. you cover the uh, FA Cup semi final draw last week? We um, we did, yes. Okay. I believe. Uh, I believe that was what we covered at right at the last ten seconds. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's Buchan Seoul. Seoul Buchan. Seoul Buchan and Ulsan Subon, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so we did cover that then, and we just covered that again. Okay. Uh, at the weekend, obviously Seoul weren't playing because they had previously played Ulsan, so they could be free for this week's Champions League game. I guess. Was, uh, it, was it this week's? Yeah. Last week's? This week's. This week's. Even though. John, John Book played, right? But anyway, I suppose Seoul was anticipating they might have to go to Shanghai, so. Ah, okay, yeah. Okay, so I guess on Saturday we had a couple of games on Saturday. Um, we had Incheon versus Suwon, which I I attended. Um, pretty horrendously boring first half, forty-five minutes of nothing, and then about another twenty minutes of nothing, and then suddenly Suwon broke into a two-goal lead. I think there was about like two goals up with like ten minutes left. At which point you got upset and walked out, presumably. At which point I actually did suggest to Alistair we may as well just go and have a final and, and have this final beer outside because we had one beer left. So that we may as well just go and have this beer outside, right? And he's like, oh, we may as well just stay now, right? Mm. Uh, and literally, we had just agreed to stay when Inchon equalised. Eh, sorry, pulled one back. Given a massive spoiler there, ruined your story. Yes, I did indeed. Uh, and then in the ninety-third minute, uh, they, they pulled back the equaliser. And for about the fiftieth week this season, Inchon pulled a, a a draw out of nothing or a victory out of nothing. Um, they've, they've been doing this a lot. They, they, for a team that's that's at the bottom of the table and has been really poor, they've managed to take. It could have been so much worse, do you know what I mean, if they didn't play the final whistle. Amazingly, Jonathan scored for the third week in a row. Yeah. Having scored against Songnam Jonbuk, he then made it 3-3 three three against Inchon. Um, although I did think it was Santos, but anyway. Um, it was a pretty good game, actually. Um, as I said, like, nothing really much happened for the first 60 minutes. And then someone took the lead. 2-0, uh, they went up with 10 minutes left. And then, yeah, threw it away. That's a a shed load of points they've thrown away in yeah. the last minute of the games yeah, this yeah, season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think if you took all their 
everything they've thrown away in the last couple of minutes, uh, they, they would be sitting challenging so for second place, I think. I think you might be right. Um, they've definitely had a poor, you know, like, kind of been, been unable to hold on to leads, uh, been able to, have, to hold on to draws. Um, <coughs> yeah, I think, yeah, it's, but then again, as Matt said last week, I mean, John Book have been the same, right? They've had 14 draws, of which something crazy like 10 of them have been from a winning position. Um, so, John Book, it's not just Suwon, I guess, who have been thrown away victories. I think probably Chumbuk have also rescued draws or wins in the last minute as well, though, which Suwon yeah. won't have done. Yeah. Speaking of John Book, they, were, they hosted uh, Songnam. Fast on the heels of Songnam losing, uh, losing to Ulsan when they had a great opportunity to kind of keep going for the um, for, for the ACL. Uh, it was Lopez who scored in about seven minutes, and Songnam never really came back from that. And that leaves us sitting uh, seventh in the table, uh, but um, it's all about goals goes far, right? Yeah, even though our our goal difference is far better than Sangju, uh, we've scored I think it's two goals less or three goals less. Mm. So huge game coming up at the weekend, massive game. I mean, massive game for several teams, but from a Songnam point of view, yeah, it's a huge one at the weekend. You get back on. We, we mentioned uh, the Pohang Guangzhou game. Yeah. Uh, Pohang won that one one nil. Um, go from. Yep, the guy with the big long name. Laza. 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 Um, but not enough. I, I mean, you're looking at it saying it's going to be too... There's no way they're going to overturn this on, on, on Saturday, yeah? Nah. Okay. So we're going to definitely see Bohang in the bottom. I do believe that two-each draw with the Blue Wings means that we will definitely see the Blue Wings in the bottom as well. Yeah. They're definitely mathematically out of it. So, so you're looking at seeing Bohang... And so on, Blue Wings both in the bottom six. I really hope Sonnen don't drop down now. Okay, on Sunday, you got back on Sunday. Did you see any games? Uh, no, I think I was on the subway from the airport when most of these games were on. Okay, so there was two games on Sunday. There was uh, Sangju against Jeju. Uh, and this is where the goal difference would have come in uh, previously, but Sangju lost an amazing 5 1 uh, at home to Jeju. I guess all their players, all their good players, have kind of returned. To their their yeah. parent teams now, right? Their main striker's gone back to Chonnam, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, his um, name's Pak Chong. Pa- yeah, Pak Chong, yeah. And Pak Jumpo's went back to Songnam. Um, so yeah, I think their main core of players seem to have, and the new ones who have come in, are, I think are still going through basic training or haven't quite settled into the team yet. <coughs> so this is what we expect the Sangju, is to see them kind of like their annual collapse. Yeah, they they usually collapse at this as that point, but that's a huge. I mean, five one at home in Jeju is massive. Must be very frustrating for the fans. Well, I, th- I guess that's why they don't have any. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they only have what you know, like a very, very low amount of fans. Because I, I guess why would you? Do you know what I mean like why would you go and watch a team that like gives <coughs> rid of half the players every year? Um, and the final game on Sunday was the Suwon Jonam Derby, which should have been. A, on paper, a cracker. I went there along with me, uh, the Phantom, and Matt Bins, um, and it was 
probably one of the most boring games I've ever sat through in my whole entire life. Okay. And that's all I've got to say about it. Okay. It was a horrendous nothing each. Nothing happened. The only thing that happened was there was ball beer girls. Uh, and <coughs> it was warm, so it did encourage you to have maybe one or two more than one was first contemplating having. Um, Football was so bad that apparently it, it put Matt Bench to sleep. It, it did indeed, yes. Yes, I think he, he, he fell asleep somewhere at least. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a terrible game. I mean, it was nothing. What can I say? Yeah, nothing happened. I watched it for ninety minutes, and I wanted to leave after about seven. Yeah. But because of the previous day, having said at eighty minutes, let's leave now that Sue wanted to turn up. We thought it was a really bad idea to leave at any point in time during this game, uh, in case. case we missed, you know, like a three each late flurry or something. But there was no danger of that. Both teams looked like they wanted to draw. Both teams looked, looked like they were happy. Sue so unhappy with the point. John unhappy with the point. Neither team wanted to lose, and that's how it looked. So that was that. Obviously, we had the challenge, which was where Busan had the chance. No, Busan, Buchan had the chance of going top of the table. Briefly. 48 shades were there. Uh, they took the lead, and then with about 10 minutes left, threw it away and lost 2 1 to Gyeongnam. Yeah. Apparently during that game, the Butchon fans were singing Champions, Champions, or whatever the Korean version of that is. <coughs> That's uh, a couple of games they've thrown away in the last minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, could be very costly come the end of the season. It could be, but at the same time, Ansan still look like they're not quite the team that they were at the beginning of the season either. Again, I'm assuming that one or two players have been back to their parent clubs. Uh, yeah, they got a, an easy win this week again. This weekend away at Koyang, but they've been very ropey in the last few weeks. Yeah, and everyone gets an easy win away at Koyang. But I, I, I do think that um, it's not necessarily that Ansan the Pusham should be worried about more Tego or Kangwon. Okay, yeah. Looking over their shoulders. Yeah. Uh, I think Ansan will probably finish. Ansan will probably finish, but Tego and Kangwon have been there or thereabouts this season, so Pusham do need to watch out. So they may not actually. I mean, would you be a, a, a fan of having them in the classic? Pusham? Yeah. Uh, why not? It's an easy ground to get to. Yeah, it's an easy place to get to, right? So, from selfish reasons, it's far easier to get to than Gangwon or, or uh, Daegu, right? Uh, but would they bring anything or would they just yo-yo straight back down again? Uh, I think we've seen this year from uh, Suwon FC that it's, it's tough to stay up. Yeah. Um, Puchon are funded by City Hall again, aren't they? Yeah. So, they don't have much money. Uh, they do seem to spend it relatively wisely. Uh, often had some very good Brazilians around there, excluding Almeida. Yes, it's good Almeida. Yeah, but I miss the thing like that we were seeing on uh, Sunday. I mean, there was a decent enough sized crowd for the Su One game, and it would be unfortunate to see them they bounce straight back down again. I would like to see them stay up, but you just can't see it. They're not because the, the thing <coughs> is, if Su One go down, they'll survive. They've been down there. Before, you know what I mean? Like they've been fighting their way up over, over the last couple of years. But if um, if Incheon go down, you get the feeling that that Incheon might just go under. Yeah. You get the feeling that they might just let them go under as well. You know what I mean? You get the feeling that if Incheon go down, they will stay there. Yeah. They'll do like a young dam and just not come back up again. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think if, for the sake of 
keeping a, a club in Incheon maybe it's better if Incheon stay up and Suwon go down um, but yeah definitely I think it would be a shame to see Suwon go I've been, it's, been ha- it's been good having them and I would much rather see a, a different club go down yeah uh, you want to cut, talk about the other um, challenge games or just move on given our lack of time uh, given our lack of time I think we should move, move on because I know nothing at all about the, the challenge games that they came up okay just for okay. just for no, there's a there's a midweek round tomorrow. So, and Puchong go to Eland. If oh, you're wow. interested. Tomorrow, uh, one assumes that tomorrow one will be we will be watching a different game. You're going to come to Sangam and watch it uh, outside no. the GS. No, I doubt it very much. Uh, I'll probably just watch it at home. Uh, this week, I am trying my best to like, stay away from from the temptations of height. <laughs> Cass, Cloud, anything like that. So I think I'll probably go, I will go to Tanchon on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I'll probably just sit at home and watch the game. Okay, talking about the, the big match tomorrow then. Okay, so ACL, obviously semi final. Um, third time in semi final in four years, am I right? Yep. Okay, think you can, obviously, four years ago you got to the final. Beat by the uh, hugely spending Evergrande. Yeah. Although we've discussed that Evergrande did actually build a better team than they have right now by spending less money, which is quite strange. But anyway, um, John Book played them three times this season. Uh, lost all three. Yeah. Uh, last one, three-one at home. Um, uh, we'll hear from Matt later about his opinion on the game. But what, what about as the you know the, the big soul fan on the podcast? Uh, you think going into it confident, going into it with trepidation? What do you think? Is there a chance you can not lose after losing three in a row, or do you, what do you think? Uh, I think Chumbuk raised their game every time they played against Seoul in the league this year. Yeah, they've been very impressive. Definitely in two of the games. Um, I think what is they're very clinical. I mean, Seoul have created lots of chances in, in all three games, but they've just wasted them. Yep. And that means that uh, probably uh, Chumbuk's scoring rate, rate is probably create four chances to score three goals. Yep. Seoul will be create eight chances to score one goal. Uh, and that's been the big difference between the two teams, I think. Okay. And if that continues, then basically Seoul are screwed, aren't they? Uh, you think Leonardo's a main threat? I think he's put one or two passes this season, right? Couple of special ones, yeah. I think he scored every game, right? Oh no, no, the first game it was the Wookiee, right? Yeah, the Wookiee on his debut. And on his debut, and then hasn't done anything since. Okay, I mean, uh, having the first game away from home, do you think that's a is that a, a like a bonus for so, like knowing what they have to do when they come back in the second leg, as opposed to that uh, kind of going to a jumbo, keep it tight, and then try and win it at home. I don't think Chumbuk will fear coming to Sangam for the second leg because they've won both both times at Sangam three one. Okay. Um, they basically assume they've got us beat. I would think so. I'm sure they're very very confident. Um, okay. So massive underdogs aren't really, aren't they? Is it a? I mean, it's been a pretty good run. The the semi final has there been a particular match that you've looked at and thought that was the highlight or that was the game that the whole competition has been built on? Uh, I guess Seoul came out of the came storming out of the blocks, right? 
first two games, like ten goals or something. Six 0 against Buriram, which based on our ACL previews was a massive shock to win six 0 yeah. away in Thailand. And then next game after that it was Tokyo. It was three three one. Not Tokyo. It was uh, not Tokyo. Uh, uh, Hiroshima. Yeah, yep. was it? And then Shandong. Yeah, four past Shandong away as well. So I think three or f uh, four against Hiroshima at home. Three or four, yeah. That was the um, big Independence Day game or Korea Day game. I remember I was at that one. So yeah, so I mean, you, you seem to start really impressively. In, in previous years, Seoul have been sort of okay in the group stage, but basically, also has gone down to the last match before they qualified, right? But this didn't happen this time, right? You can yeah. This year they stormed out, they looked dead certain to qualify, and then they almost stuttered over the line. But what about in the in the semi, you know, like in the knockout stages, anything impressive? You beat Shandong again, uh, and before Shandong, you beat um, someone in Japanese, I think. Yeah, can't quite remember where. Can't remember who. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> maybe in Tokyo. Um, it wasn't okay. So. I'm mean, looking at that, like, I mean, it's been a good run. There's been some tough games in there. I mean, okay, playing, playing Shandong twice was probably a bonus after. That you knew that the kind of, the you had the upper hand after that 6-0 drubbing. Yeah. So probably, like, mentally, that team was, was kind of scared of playing so. Um, but, you think you can, I mean, John Book, so have got to win one game this season, right? You'd imagine. I assume it'll be the fourth, the fourth matchup in the league after Chumbuck have already won the league. Probably, yeah. Getting, getting they won after the split, right? Yeah. The one to be completely meaningless. Okay, so, so, following the what seems to be the kind of general opinion on the Diablos, if you take out the guy who probably doesn't isn't in Korea, um, the general the general feeling seems to be that Chumbuck will win this tie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, of course, every Seoul fan hopes that Seoul will win, but I think everyone's expecting that it's a, it's a relatively small chance. Yeah, I, I definitely think if John would play to their strengths on the day, it could very well be over after the first leg. I mean, Seoul's last three games, uh, they got didn't score against Incheon, who are one of the team's worst teams in the league. Yeah. Didn't score against Jeju. And he's really struggled against Seoul. Got a last-minute winner. To win one 0 against Suwon. Oh, but they did have a goal in the back of the net that was chopped off, mm. and I don't think there was anything wrong with it. So technically, they had scored against Suwon earlier on in the game. So okay. So but obviously, football's a funny old game, right? So that, it's all doom and gloom. And then. Yep, strange things can happen. I would wouldn't be surprised if if Celtic beat Man City. <laughs> After that, was it six seven no seven no dropping to Barcelona? <laughs> We'd be surprised if they beat them two one, um, but. Would be surprised if they beat them to one as well, but also wouldn't be surprised. But as you said, the strange things have happened in football, and over two legs. Uh, the, the, the one thing I think that will be different, I know we're running out of time here, but the one thing I think that will be different instead of Che is that I don't think you'll go down to John Book and play for a nothing each draw. Whereas I think if Che had been manager, you would definitely have been down to John Book with the idea of bringing it back and winning it in penalties. Yeah. But I think, I think you'll go there to win. I think you'll go there to try and score, let's put it that way. Mm. I don't think you'll go there and sit back and play like 90 minutes. I think you'll go there and try and score. Whether you can or not is completely different. OK.
Okay. So we're going to hear from Matt now. Um, I'm sure Matt will have contrasting opinions. Oh well, or uh, for sure it won't be. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it won't be. It's salt to win, and I'll be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're once again joined by Matt Bins, uh, who I'm sure you all loved listening to last week with his viewpoints on John Book. Uh, this week we've got him back on again to talk about the, the ACL. Uh, probably going to have contrasting views from from Paul, who you've just heard from. Um, but uh, yeah, Matt. So that, how are you feeling? Game's coming up pretty soon. Are you? You think you guys are ready for it? Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we've had a, f- a few draws recently. I'm a bit edgy about those, but yeah, I, f- I fancy our chances. Okay. So I mean, in terms of being like one, so obviously it's a semi. I mean, I think these days that they're actually kind of splitting it into the East Asian final and the West Asian final, and then they meet in the kind of Asian final. So I guess technically you're in the East Asian final, uh, against, obviously against uh, FC Seoul. Like, do you think getting to the actual final, like, like to, to the ACL final, do you think that was the, the sort of absolute minimum expectation? After all the money that you guys, well, maybe not money, but the signings that you guys brought in in the summer, do you think kind of reaching the, the ACL final was the, the absolute minimum? And do you think that um, it'll be winning it that the team will be judged on? Yeah, I'd have to say I'd have to say so. Really, I mean, <laughs> the only way you know to top two titles is to win another, to win something else, or to win the title and something else. And I don't think a title in an FA Cup double would have really sufficed. Well, that's not going to happen anyway, is it? <laughs> well, we, we won't talk about Bhutan because I'm sure <laughs> they, they've got they've got souls. No, you know they've got soul to. Uh, Don't worry about it, Paul does it all the time. But just to... Train of thought's gone then for a second. Um, so yeah, so the, I mean, so the team basically has been signed, probably right, with the intention of at least kind of getting to the final. Like, do, do you think, if, yeah. if, Che, if Che doesn't win the ACL this year, do you think this season will be judged as failure? Or do you think it'll be judged as being a success because you, you went that couple of steps further than last year? If we if we get knocked out here, the only real way it's going to improve is if we finish as the invincibles of Korea, if you like. Yeah. Uh, that's the only kind of compensation, I guess. I mean, it seems a bit greedy to demand that we win the Champions League, but last year we didn't put up enough fight. Mm. Uh, we lost. We we fell apart at the end and let Gambrasaka score right at the death. This year, they, like you said, they spent the money. They need to, they need to bring back a trophy. Okay, okay. Um, obviously, you've been watching most of the games. That you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've been at most of them as well on the way here. Like, what what performance like from the group stages through, and, and through until now? Until now, what performance kind of stands out most for you? Like, what performance do you think was John Book's best performance? Um. Or or. Let's rephrase that. What was the most important result, maybe, as opposed to the uh, best yeah. performance? Well, I think it might... Yeah, kind of the two, I suppose. Uh, the away trip to Tokyo, where we won 3-0, I think that has to be considered the best in terms of pressure. Um, I know Shanghai has probably had a... The Shanghai in the quarterfinals had a lot of pressure riding on it as well, but when we went to Tokyo, 
Tokyo, we were third in the group. We had just lost to Bindong, and we needed minimum four points with Tokyo and Jiangsu um, to, to come. And we went to Tokyo, and we played on the counter. Uh, we scored, well, we scored three goals, obviously, but they had no shots on target. We okay. restricted them, and it was, it was just professional. It was... Everything I wanted to see, I wanted to see organisation, I wanted to see ruthlessness, and it had everything. And that, with the added pressure of we needed to win that game, I, that's that was when the season kicked off, really, for me. Okay. okay um, you mentioned there about the, the Shanghai game. Um, yes. Were you surprised by just, by, by that result? I mean, do you think it was, like, Sven's team that was poor or do you think it was just John Book were unplayable on the night or, or, or a combination of both maybe yeah I mean I thought we'd always edge it but the, the margin definitely surprised me um, they went down to 10 after 10 goals in all fairness and had no option but to chase the game and John Book just yeah, exacerbated the scoreline um, but we did play well uh, we played well to get the nil-nil in Shanghai, um, I still think we should have nicked one, but I can't complain with the uh, the home leg result. Yeah. Uh, was I surprised by how poor Sven's team were? They've they've been at the ACL positions in the Chinese Super League for quite a while now, I believe. Um, they didn't have they only had one of their foreigners playing, I believe. They only had Hulk, who yep. obviously had been on the sick bed for a long time and yeah. no matter what his stats say about scoring one in every other game you take a you know you have a, you're injured for a while you come back into a high pressure game you're not always going to score so I don't think he was in the best state of mind to play the game and I think um, they were poor I, I was, the scoreline surprised me but um they were as expected. I expected John Book to win, and okay. they, they did that. Something I was kind of Im- impressed by, and like you, you, you touched upon it on like last week's podcast, was that you talked about Leonardo and how his contract, you know, that kind of might be, might be up and stuff like that. But when he was scored against Shanghai, like he actually really looked like he, he actually felt for the fans because that he scored and he ran kind of like towards them. And he actually looked as if, you know, you know how they sometimes you get those like badge kissing players? Yes. You know, and you're like, yeah, yeah, come on, mate. No matter which team you, you were playing for. But he actually really looks, the, the, when he scores for, for, for John Book, he actually looks like it does mean something for him. You know, as if he really has a connection with the manager, perhaps, or the club. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think that, that kind of, I think that came across a lot in his performance that game. I was I, I, I was hugely impressed by him, and obviously, yeah. obviously the score was amazing. He, he's been incredible, um, and yeah, he is. He does love the club, and it seems anyway. And uh, the fans adore him. He's. I mean, maybe maybe he has got a con. Maybe I haven't still haven't fact checked it from last week, but maybe he has got a contract lined up, or they're in negotiations. I'd be surprised if they weren't. Um, yeah, I mean, recently as well over Chusok, they they had him doing interviews, him and his whole family yeah. in box walking around. Yeah, 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 I saw that, yeah. He, he gets involved a lot, and 
you can yeah you can see that when he scores he runs to the crowd and he's always warmly received he's been the best player for John Book this season by a, a long way okay. now, obviously we talked a, a, a little bit uh, me and Paul at the beginning of the ACL about how the group stages are kind of made up now, it's, you know, basically it's comprised of the Korean league winners will play, you know, the, the Vietnamese league winners will play the Japanese cup winners or, you know, like, and so on. So, yeah. there's kind of like this idea that you, you really know who you're getting. And I think it does cause a lot of repetition at times. Because um, you know, for example, that, that, that Buridan will always win the Thai league and you know that Bindang will always win the Vietnamese mm-hmm. league. Uh, they, do you think that's a good idea, or do you think the sort of European system of you know names in a hat, you know, well, you know, obviously it's not names in a hat anymore, yeah. but balls and a and a ball type of thing. Like, which method do you think is actually the better method in terms of, you know, like kind of getting the group stages uh, created? Is it that idea of surprise or that idea of well, we already know who we're getting? Uh, I'd have to opt for the surprise. I mean. I mean, as a as a Man City fan, we've obviously had our fair share of difficult groups, and we've complained a lot. But uh, the last couple of seasons, UEFA have changed it to the the highest, the eight highest rated leagues or whatever. They have the the winner of each league are all in separate groups, and then the rest are picked by coefficients. Yeah. Um, should should, should be added, Matt. That. You've got a pretty tough group this year, eh? Because well, of Glasgow yeah, Celtic in there. Yeah. <laughs> To be honest, I thought we were previewing that Champions League game when you asked me. Um, <laughs> oh, that's next week's podcast. Just annoy uh, Paul. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I prefer that method. I, I, it's nice for a bit of variety. You don't want to go to the same places every year. Well, in Europe, you don't want to go to the same place every year. It's a bit difficult in Asia if you've got an Australian team in your group. Um, Variety is the spice of life. Isn't yep. it? You know, you want to you want to see some different teams. You want to first some different players, and yeah, you've got to you've got to pick randomly. You've got to, you've got to keep the the champions of different leagues separate. Yeah, definitely, because yeah. it's the Champions League. They shouldn't be versing each other so early on. Yeah, I would agree. But I would agree. The rest of it, you know, random. Or if you want to, I don't like UEFA's coefficients because Liverpool's still got a high one. I think. But, <laughs> uh, Something like that, you know, if they've been in the, been in it recently or whatever, they should be filed in accordingly. Before the ACL started, everyone was kind of looking at China, you know, saying, okay, it's going to be Guangzhou, are going to win it, you know, three in a row, they're going to probably face, you know, Jiangsu or Shanghai in the semi final. Have you been surprised by just how? Utterly honking have actually been. Like in the group, uh, Guangzhou out in the group stage, Jiangsu out in the group stage, you know, like Shandong pretty much easily dispatched by Seoul, Shanghai easily dispatched by John Burke. Have you been surprised by kind of just how poor they've been? Uh, yes and no. Um, obviously, uh, you've got any team that spends that much, any league that spends that much on players, uh, you do expect them to offer tougher opposition but when you think about it they've got expensive players and then they've still got the same players that they've had for yeah. years I mean John Book I'm, I'm, I'm biased obviously I'm going to talk about John Book not Seoul but John Book are win, uh, where 
team, they formed that team and they built it over the years. I know they've brought in a lot this year, but they've still built it and there's a, a connection there. Everybody, apart from the odd player, is to a similar level and there's an understanding. Where you're bringing in players who don't speak the language, uh, I know there's foreigners here that do that, but you bring in players from Europe, from Ramirez, everybody, they don't speak Chinese, they're thrown into a Chinese team. The Chinese players are probably on a lower level than the, well, than the Korean domestic players, I'd imagine, just purely by going international races. Yeah, yeah. And China will be good, um, just because of the amount of investment that's going into it, but to expect a return on it this soon, or even for the next few years, is a bit silly. I mean, Guangzhou was the one that surprised me, because they did have a team, and they just absolutely, you know, flopped. Yeah. But they did have a team built. They had a track record in the competition. They were the biggest surprise. Shanghai losing it, not really a surprise. Shandong losing it, definitely not a surprise. Jiangsu losing it. Uh, I watched... <coughs> Excuse me. I know, I know we lost to them in China, but that was more due to team selection on our part rather than them dominating the game. And... Uh, I mean, we drew with them at home, but we only needed a draw, so there was yeah. a certain element of defensiveness in that performance. So, they didn't wow me either. Yeah, the, the, the Jiangsu game in, in China, I remember watching as well, and apart from about a 50-minute kind of spell where, where John Book literally collapsed, I didn't really think Jiangsu were particularly that impressive. I thought... There, you know, was it was it Ramirez that they have? I didn't yes, really think Ramirez. he was great in that game. I mean, Joe Check looked good, area. but yeah, I mean, again, that you mentioned about you know like Hulk playing uh, at last, the in the last round. I mean, yeah. Hulk is an amazing player, fantastic, great, but he had ten relatively average, you know, the kind of like players around him. So even. Even, you know, like the greatest player in the world, I mean, even uh, a Ronaldo or a Messi in that kind of environment would still probably end up seeing them themselves on the losing side as well, do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't just build a team by... I mean, I'm a John Book fan and a City fan, but you can't just build a team by dropping big-name players in, you know? Oh, if he'd only time. finished that sentence, Matt, if he'd only finished it, I was going to jump in there. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> you got in before me. Um, yes. Obviously, the semi-final puts you up against Seoul. Um, I mean, you, you've played them three times this season. Uh, you kind of you've you've beaten them all all three. I think one now three two three one. I think it is. Yes. Um, the, the latest one being that three one victory at, at FC Seoul. Um, do you? You must be confident, right? Uh, part of me is. I mean. Like, Seoul, you've got to think Seoul are going to win once. You know, they're not going to lose six games to John Book, surely. I, I, I mean, maybe they will. Um, but, you know, when you verse the same team so many times yeah. in the season due to cup draws and something, there's always that one game where they win. And I've just got that feeling Seoul are going to do it once. Um, however, uh, I think Seoul look beatable these last few games. I mean, they've not done well recently, have yeah. they? Yep. They, I mean, they, I mean, they did all right against the 1FC. They only won 1-0 in the end, but they, they should have probably won by a few more goals. But other than that, they lost to Incheon. They've been drawing. Yeah, they drew to um, Ulsan. Like, they, they, they drew nothing with Jeju Island. We, yeah. we, 
with Jeju Island. With, with Jeju, um, actually, they could have probably played Jeju Island and still not scored. Um, but um, I, yeah, I haven't been overly impressed by them either. And I just think, I think probably. Okay, so you said that they might win one, but even if they even if they've got to win one, you're not. Can you really see them winning enough in one the legs to? When do you know what I mean? Win the whole tie? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I imagine. I mean, I don't know. Don't eat my words, but I don't imagine they're going to win by more than a goal. Yeah. Definitely not by more than two, but I don't think they win by more than a goal. Um, I just hope it's not going to be an away goal. Yep. Okay. Um. So you. Yeah, but I. I yeah, I, I think John Book are probably the favourites for it for obvious reasons. Okay. You mentioned the away goal there. Uh. Obviously, the first leg is at is at home, is in is in John Book. Yes. Um, do you think that's a boost? I mean, there's a kind of kind of split idea of this that some managers want the first leg at home so they can get themselves in a lead. Some managers want the second leg at home so they know what they have to do. Like, what what do you think? Like, did you think Che would rather have had it the same as the last round, or do you think Che will want to go into a, a kind of unassailable lead? Again, so what do you think? I mean, personal on a personal level, I want yeah. it the second leg to be in Seoul so I can watch it. But um, <laughs> okay. yeah, I think I don't know. I mean, as I just said, like John uh, Seoul are on a bit of a. It's the right time to play Seoul, but I'd rather John Book play them in an environment they're comfortable in. So I'd rather the first leg be now, while there's a slight stutter. I mean. John Book are drawing as well, but yeah. we're having sweeping changes every game. We change, you know, change ten or nine or ten for the Jeju game. You know, it, it, we don't know what Che's doing in terms of rotation. But um, I don't know. I, I, I just think I'd rather versus Seoul in Jeju just for that first leg and just drum in a few goals and go to Sangam and defend. <laughs> I'd okay. rather that. Okay. Yeah, but that, I mean that's. I mean, I think. Probably, yeah. I mean, I know Seoul have done... They, the last time Seoul played a, a Korean team uh, in a two-leg affair in ACL was against Pohang. Uh, che was the manager then, and I know they went down to Pohang and drew nothing each. They brought her back to Sangam, drew nothing each, went through extra time, still nothing each, and then put Pohang out in penalties. Um, Pohang strikes me as being a slightly more adventurous manager than that. Um yes. So I would imagine they probably welcome down to John Book and try and get a goal. Uh, I yeah. don't see so thinking of nothing each draw. John Book's going to win on the tie, to be honest. So I think they will attack, and I think they'll. I think I think they'll they'll come down and try and get that away goal. I would be surprised if they didn't, yeah. to be honest. I, the thing is, though, I, I just think if Seoul attack, I think that would play into John Book's yeah. strengths. That's a point. Um, yeah. So uh, okay. it, it'll be interesting to see how Hwang does approach that. Okay. Okay, and uh, final question, because I, I, I don't want really to keep you too long after last week as well. But who do you want in the final? Um, <laughs> I don't know. LJE <laughs> uh, probably, because they've got less history in the competition, I guess. The second, both teams finished second in their league. Uh, I mean, and they've got that Moroccan lad, Hamdala, I think it's pronounced. Okay. Uh, he scored 21 goals in their league, but I have to be honest, my knowledge of the league isn't that good. Maybe, you know, you could, you could score bucket loads in that league and he's underperforming yeah, it's, mm-hmm. um, I don't think so but uh, uh, I'll say LJ just because oh and also in the quarterfinals they um, they took a 3-0 
leading to the second leg, didn't they, after their opponents yes. uh, fielded that ineligible player. So I don't think they've got to the semi-final quite on the same merit as Alain, but if they could just ride that look a bit further into the final, I fancy John Buck to take them apart. Yeah, I would say so. I would say definitely, definitely I think that's a team you, the both Korean teams uh, would probably want in the final. Um, yes. If you get there, will you go? Will you travel over or will you just watch the one in John Book? Uh, to the least, uh, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know whether I'll be going that far, but I'll definitely be watching the one in John Book. I just hope uh, it'll be the second leg. Yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> okay. okay, well, Matt, uh, thank you very much for coming back on again. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully uh, I'll see you sometime uh, up in Tanchon when there's a game that actually matters. If you make the split. If we make the split. We will do, we will do. I'm confident. I'm confident that we'll beat Pohang now. Alright, cool. Okay, take care. Okay, okay, okay thanks Matt. Matt. Thanks, bye. bye. As we probably said, yeah, pretty much Matt thinks that John Book are, are, are kind of firm favourites as well. Which I think probably sums up probably the feeling of the majority of K-League fans. Uh, quite who we'd want to win, as a, from a neutral's point of view, I don't really know. I don't really know who I prefer in the final. Uh, you get the feeling that if John Book were in the final, they would probably win it. Whereas if so, win the final, they might actually blow it. So from a neutral's point of view, maybe John Book in the final might bring a home for Korea. But, but we'll see, we'll see, yeah? So, so I guess that, that brings us up to this weekend's previews, the last game before the split. Any games that stand out? Um, yep. The Suwon Derby? No, I think for me the key game is Pohang Songnam. Chonbuk away to Sangju. <laughs> okay, why? Because Chonbuk could win the league if they win there. I did not realise that. And okay. If they win that and Seoul fail to beat Kwangju, that's the league done. Wow, I, did, I didn't realise it was, that, it was that soon. I thought there was another couple of games in there. Oh wow, okay. So the key one is that. Obviously, if John Book beats Sangju, then you'd be looking at Sangju probably dropping out of the top six as well. Yeah. For me, obviously, for, for me, the key game is going to be uh, Songnam. Yeah. But I think, uh, as a Songnam fan, all eyes will be on watching what Seoul do at Gwangju as well. Uh, if Seoul can do us a favour, then we'll be in the top six. But I think if Seoul don't beat Gwangju, yeah, I'm going to say if Seoul don't beat Gwangju, Songnam won't be in the top six. So that's what I'm going to say. I think if Gwangju get a point, it will be... I just get the feeling it might be a point more than Songnam get a point. I don't really know. I'm not hugely confident walking into that game, to be perfectly honest. But, I mean, all we can do, Songnam, I mean, all we can do is, beat po- is, is do our best and try and beat Pohang. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's like, it's really tight up there, right? I mean, so, uh, in the way it stands in the league at the moment, uh, Chumbuk are 14 points clear with uh, 18 points on the table, right? Yep. And then Seoul, Ulsan, Cheju are definitely in the top six. Yep. Uh, Blue Wings, Incheon and Suwon are definitely in the bottom six. Yep. As we spoke about earlier, Puang are almost guaranteed to be in the bottom six, barring yep. a mathematical miracle. And then the remaining two teams will be made up of John Am on 43 points, Sangju, Songnam, Gwangju, all on 41. So, so in theory, 
in theory, uh, if Jeju beat Jonam and Songnam beat Pohang, Jonam would drop out the top six. If Guangzhou also beat Seoul, yeah. uh, Jonam would drop out the top six. Um, and if Sangju can pull off anything against John Book, if they can get a victory against John Book, they'll almost certainly be in the top six. But in reality, if we look at match by match, Blue Wings against Suwon, draw. Draw. Sangju against Chumbuk. Away win. Ulsan against Incheon. Home win. Songnam against Pohang. Draw. Kwangju against Seoul. Thanks about home win. I wouldn't be surprised as well. And Chunnam against Jeju. After watching Chunnam at the weekend, away win. Which means things will pretty much stay as they are. Yeah, which would mean a thing if that happened, then yeah, Gwangju would would take the top six place from Sangju. And you'd have to say that after Sangju's start and Songnam's start, it would be really, really unfortunate for both of those teams to fall out the top six. Yeah. I mean, Songnam were second for large points of the season, uh, first, second, third. Sangju were about up as high as third at one point. It would be a real shame if both those teams had to drop out of the top six. Yeah. But, as you said earlier, that's football. So we'll see what happens. So it's a massive, massive weekend. Uh, the day of the split is always a big weekend. I mean, there's usually always at least one team that's kind of vying for, you know, <coughs> like I think the last year it was a Tanchon and uh, Inchon. Yeah, Inchon just needed a draw. Uh, to get into the top six, but gave absolutely nothing, and Sonam beat them one 0 and then Jeju got their place instead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's always like some kind of drama on, on the last day of the split, uh, but whether it's going to be at Tanchon in favour of Sonam this year, I'm unsure. So you do think when we come back to do next week's podcast that we'll be talking about Chumbuk League champions? Uh, yeah, Chumbuk will be Sangju, and I. I would like to see so beat Gwangju so that we get uh, in the top six. And also just so that, so that the league doesn't end before the split. I think that that's the last thing that you ever want to see in any league that splits, is the league being over before the split. So yeah, I'd probably rather see... Does that happen in Scotland? It happens sometimes, yeah. It has happened a few times in the past. And it's something that we always want to avoid because it's like... That idea of there's you know five games left or whatever, and, and the league's over is kind of like. But I think if there was no split, and the league was over with five games left, you you wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. But I think it's because we haven't even split the leagues yet, and the league's over. It kind of like makes it look even worse. Although again, it's, it's essentially over, right, isn't it? It's already over, but we wanted we wanted to delay that as much as possible, right? Good to have you back, Paul. A rather rushed podcast this week, but I guess I guess uh, that that's the joys of, of of the morning ones, I think. So I guess we have some split split relevant outro music, some final countdown. <coughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed, something, something appropriate to this week. Something appropriate to this week. <laughs> Make a bunch of soda, many more. Over hill and highway, the banana buggies go. Coming home to bring you the bananas.